single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. All right, we're here with another episode of Unlicensed Therapy with me, your host Ari Manis. Today we have my guest Mo Mandel. Yeah. If you're not familiar with Mo Mandel, he is um, a human being. I am a human. Human. In most parts of the world, he would be considered a not a straight white male. Oh, really? I wouldn't be considered a straight white You'd male? You'd be considered a Jew, like you said. Oh, right, a Jew, right, yeah. But in LA, you're not a Jew. You're a straight white male. Right. Yes. But also kind of a Jew. Mm, I feel like that's secondary in Los Angeles. Anywhere else, that would be the first thing people say Yeah. About you know, it's funny. Uh, some people think I don't look Jewish at all. No. And no I realize one, that no those people. That. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I've had people say. Yeah, they were like, probably you know, messing with you. You think they were just trying to compliment me? Yeah. That might be it. They were trying to be nice. You no, I've me? had people be like, oh, you don't look Jewish at all. You look like Irish. I'm like, I just don't think you know Jews. Irish. I mean, you could be yeah. have part Irish, maybe. Like, maybe. Yeah, like sort of from like Someone the synagogue distant. section of Ireland. I took a 23andMe test. Yeah. You know what that is where you spit in the tube? I do know, yeah. I'm 99.8% Jewish. Right. I'm shocked it's not 100. <laughs> I, that's, I think it's a bullshit <laughs> test. I think the guy who's doing the test sneezed into the Petri dish, and that's why it's not 100. I actually recently decided to grow a Jufro. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it. Name one famous comedian right now with a Jufro. Name one. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, you might be right. Might be the way to do it. See, I That's have a Jufro right now, but I, I, it's very late. It's like ten o'clock, and I didn't want to put enough hair product. You in. have, you're on your way to a Jufro. It's pretty, it's pretty. No, no, I, I want take a off this full on Jufro. Okay. Oh, you want to go big? Big go Jufro. Big, yeah. Not curly. They hair. love that shit for commercials. If you can, if you want to book a commercial, just be like a dorky Jewish guy. You're right already now, halfway I'm there. I'm booking absolutely nothing. Right. So a commercial would be a there step up from that. Here's the problem, though. If you commit, you know, to being the fucking guy with like the goofy Jufro, now you gotta like go around and be that guy in your daily life. Like Theo Vaughn is a life. mutual friend of ours. Like every day, he's gotta be the fucking guy with the fucking goon mullet. You know what I mean? Like I like attention. All right. See, yeah, but you gotta really own it. Like Theo mm-hmm. can own that mullet. So you're going to have to own your fucking What does owning a Jufro even entail? Just be okay with looking ridiculous. Oh, that I'm fine with. Okay. Yeah, totally. I want to get abs, though. Yeah. I don't want to be the guy with a Jufro and a belly. Yeah. You got to choose one or the other on that. Mm -hmm. So I got to get abs. Think about the Jufro. It just takes a fucking long... I mean, unless you just literally want to look ridiculous. Like, like this is why I'm wearing this headband I got him. Because I was like, I'm going to Ari's. I want to to look good on his thing. This is looking good on my thing? Then I decided not to. Because then I was like, how much hair product am I going to have to put in to get this thing under control? Because it's like, it's so much. You just yeah. have to like goop it on there. Just, just sur- you're basically having to circumcise your 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 hair. I mean, listen. A lot of people would say, "Why don't you just work on your jokes and work on being talented?" I tried that. It's not working. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Next step, from right. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, who who can I fuck to get on the uh, show? Oh, I would do that right. Yeah. Now I at mean, the same time. Can I you like think of sex. any any director you wouldn't fuck to get on to get in one of their movies? Is there mm. one director you wouldn't do it? I don't know any directors, yeah, but I, I would do either, all of them. I feel like yeah. any of them, if they requested sexual Would you sexual have favors, be sex either. with Lisa Lampanelli to open for her? 
Um, I don't think she's even doing comedy anymore. She's if doing, she was, she'd be a theater act. I mean, if we had, you know, I don't know if I would, you know, I she think was, if she'd we be got, funny and cool about it. If we got, if we had like a connection, if we had a spark. But every weekend on the road, if hey, we had, if we had Saturday a spark, night after you know? Saturday night show, well, you got to come in I have a girlfriend right work. now. I have to run a buyer, you know, if she'd be, she'd be okay with it because she knows that you right. wouldn't enjoy it. Well, what if I would enjoy it? How do I know? Lisa might be a wonderful lover. Uh, She's a very sensuous lover. Uh, I've, I know I've met your girlfriend and I've met previous girlfriends of yours. Yeah. And I know you wouldn't enjoy it. You don't know that about yeah, me. Yeah, I know your taste in Just women. No, you don't. You well, like you know cute my girls. taste in women, but you know some women I've dated, you don't know every woman I'm attracted to. Well, I know the women that you've that I've seen you be attracted to, and none of them look like Lisa Lampanelli. So you're telling me if you were to bet whether I would enjoy making love, sweet love, by the mm-hmm. way, to Lisa Lampanelli, you're going no. I would say it. That's a wager I'm if willing you weren't to getting, take. If you weren't benefit, let me say put it this way: yeah. if you just met Lisa Lampanelli uh-huh. at a bar, we're just chatting. We're just chatting. She's not. You don't know who she is. What's a she drinking? Lady. What's her drink? A rum and coke. Okay, I think you're right about that. You're not going home with her. Well, and you're single. You wouldn't do it. That who else alone. is in the bar? Is it me, Lisa Lampanelli, Janine Garofalo, and um, I'd rather go Janine, Mister T. I'd rather go Janine. Yeah, I think I go Janine in that of one of the three. Yeah, I've never met either of those I haven't ladies, met any of those Janine people, or no. or Lisa. No. Yeah, Janine was pretty hot back in the day. Yeah, she, she was. was really hot. She Sarah Silverman's still hot. Yeah, oh yeah. How do you think I had she a, does I had that? a dream one time where I was making uh, love again. It was sweet uh, to Sarah Silverman on like the divider. What in you know like the divider on Sunset like separates a comedy store. From like, like if you go down a little bit, Sunset Pass the comedy store, like there's this divider. Why there? I have no idea. Yeah, but you delve into that. Was it a? Did you really wake up good. going that was an awesome dream, or did you wake up going get me off the side of the road? I'm dirty and unsafe. Phenom- I thought it was great. I don't know. I don't. Are, do you have a fantasy of sex in public? Is that one of your no, things? Not at all. Actually, like I really definitely like it private. Yeah, I, I like mostly. I like to orgasm. I can't. Sometimes it's hard for me to orgasm if I'm not uh, 50 meters underground in a Russian submarine. <laughs> Even then, blackout curtains. Do you curtains. think that the pressure, the yeah. pressure of being underwater affects so. sex? Yeah, yeah. I think what, that's exactly what? It makes right. you last longer or shorter? Um, I'm trying to figure out how to go with this bit. I think no, I, I'm just saying scientifically. Being in the proximity to mermaids is what I find the most interesting about mermaids. I think all those things matter to me because for me, I'm very sensitive down there. Oh, really? I have a sensitive uh, You have a penis. sensitive cock? Yeah, I was, but I'm. I'm being serious. I think it's more sensitive than the average man. Why do you say that? Because you're very fast. Yeah, I'm very fast. I don't last that long, and I. Th- I don't think it's because I'm bad at sex. It's because of how sensitive I am down there. Right. And and how sensitive my heart is. So yeah, I think it's definitely your heart. Well, it doesn't mean you're bad at sex if you last a very short amount of time. It just means you you could be really good at sex. Is just very fast. Yes, I think so. That's so me. like, which might be worse. Yeah, because because then a girl's like, "This is great." I'll leave them wanting more. Yeah, yeah exactly. I leave them wanting more. No. They never go. Oh, that. I don't know if you leave them wanting more if it's okay. really f- ultimately unsatisfying. Uh, I leave them wanting more in that moment. Maybe they go home and they don't want more because See, it was so short. But in yeah, that moment, in they that want moment, more. They want more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. But it might be better though, matters. if you. Yeah, but it might be better if you weren't that good at sex, and then they could be like. I think he was just building up to it, like he was a, he was just getting going, and then well, he finished. But if he would have lasted an hour, whew, you know. Yeah, no, I think I do going. do that. Okay. I, th- I think I'm good for those five minutes. Right. Okay. But lately, I've been experimenting with uh, condom usage and numbing creams. Okay. And other f- things that could make me last longer. And right. everything there's, I mean, changing your mindset. There's so many things, and each thing maybe adds 
30 seconds. So I wonder right. if being deep below well, sea level. Well, uh, as you know, I am dating a urologist and a mm-hmm. penis surgeon, and we do a podcast called The Full Release, which can be found. Sounds a little inappropriate. Wherever it is. And you're a clean comic. No, I'm not clean at all. I'm a filthy, filthy animal. Would you describe yourself if yeah, someone absolutely. said describe your comedy? The loud and dirty. That's what it says on my YouTube page, loud and dirty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why would you think describe- I'm clean? I don't. I didn't actually think you were clean, but I wouldn't describe you as dirty. Yeah, I feel like. Well, since I started dating this dick doctor, uh, all, most of my jokes are filthy now. I don't know why. Uh, but I was going to say on our podcast, full release, a lot of guys call in with this issue, and there's a lot premature of ejaculation you can do about it. Yeah, but you've never had this issue. I'm not. No, I'm not a pre ejaculator. No, I've done it before, but I'm like, I don't think I have a particularly like overly sensitive. Are you? It's, you're circumcised, right? I'm circumcised. Yeah. yeah. It's tough because I want to be a good, compassionate lover and give back to my... Well, you just got to learn to eat some uh, cooch. And I do do that from right. time to time. But I think some women, especially on the younger side, think I'm being selfish. And that right. I'm like, oh, why'd he, what oh, an I asshole, what he came saying. early. And right. I'm like, no, it's not because I wanted yeah. to come early. Right. You're it's, like this is I have I've have, have, this is all this is all physical. Yeah, this is a not. Physical thing. Yeah, this is. You know, it's funny because somebody called into our podcast and they were like, "Why do guys after they finish? Why are they so cold? Like, why do they just like?" But yeah, and I, and it's like chemically, there's something so unappealing about sex for a guy. I think as soon as you've come, like chemically, your body's just like shut down. The only time I'm not does, cold is if the girl is beautiful and i like her a lot yeah and i've satisfied her and then i'm like i did my job right and you're awesome oh so if you didn't satisfy her she also doesn't get snuggling from you she's so a real will, lose but, lose but i her. feel a little bad you know uh, i'll get okay. up and go to the bathroom i'll apologize it's really? uncomfortable women love when you apologize sexually they, they love it yeah can't get enough mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i apologize as i'm coming that's my move i've never gotten an apology from a lady not once have you during sex what would she apologize about uh maybe Stopping it early because it hurts. Oh, I've got yeah, vagina. I've got, definitely got that. Yeah, you never had a girl stop you or because it hurt. No, I have, but she's but she never apologized apologize for it. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it's like you got to apologize. A little, That's I fucked think. up. That's fair. She right? was just like, "Ow, get off." Mm-hmm. Want to watch Netflix? No, yeah. that's a fucking apology. You gotta, you know, or I mean, you know, if they want, you gotta say, rights. "Are you okay?" I, you know, I hope you feel all right. But usually, women are like, "I'm sorry," you know, "We'll finish or we'll do it." Some, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, we'll do it another time. Rain right. check. Here's a card that you could use next. Not time that you'd have to feel guilty about it if you're a woman or like that, but I feel like, you know, and not, not that you necessarily have something to apologize for. Your body hurts. Mm-hmm. You want to stop, but I feel like that's just sort of the way to segue out of that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the same way, if you finish early with a woman, you're apologizing, but it's not really your fault. But you'd still be like. Sorry. It's more my fault than her fault, right. though. Well, yeah, but I mean, you just like, you got to say something. You or can't just be I like, how say, about them Yankees? I could say it's her fault. I right. could be like, sorry, you're too hot. That's the move. Yeah. That's I'm, what you say. Sorry about that, but it yeah. is a little bit your fault because you're so right. hot. That's the move. That's the move. Because then you're, yeah, of course. it's about of course. them and it's complimenting absolutely. and you're blaming them because it's, right. oh, it's never a man's oh, fault. Oh, yeah. No, you absolutely are like, you got to. I never should take blame for anything. No, in the world. ever. And you should say, <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good way to live your life. Mm-hmm. No, you should say to them. I'm sorry, but really, it's your fault for not eating more chicken nuggets and uh, being less attractive because your right. body's so Gain perfect. Gain a little weight. Yeah, you get some acne. Yeah. Once you lose a tooth, and you want me to last longer, get out there mm-hmm. and you know get a little rug burn on your chin. Too many manicures. Right. You smell too good. It's you true. dress too well. You don't want. I that. respect you too much, and that's why I finished. Where did fast. you even get that headband from? Uh, my parents went to Japan. 
Your Pe- parents got it for you as a gift? They, yeah, I'm wearing Were you Japanese into Naruto headband. a lot? No, I wasn't. I don't know why. They went to Japan and they came back with like a... They wanted something. Like, we need to get them something. Yeah, Let's they came back that. with like a sumo robe and like a fucking headband. And, I, and it's... Uh, Have you ever been to Japan yourself? I'm going in July. With your Yeah, with me and my lady girlfriend? were going, yeah. Wow. So excited. Awesome. And now here's the thing. Sumo season is only like two different months in Japan. It's not like all the time. So luckily, are you going during those months? Yeah, not on purpose, but we happen. Did to you? Like, luckily, I listened going. to a podcast about though that sumo world is very intense. There's a lot of corruption and scandals. Good. And that's murders. what I want. I want There's fucking full on murders in good. the sumo. World. I want more corrupt the better. I yeah, want but some if you Yakuza go to a show, you're supporting shit. that. Yeah, I'm supporting it. Okay, I'm in support of it. Um, back to sex. Uh, my first girlfriend and I, uh-huh. we used to give each other cards. Mm. sex cards as like little gifts and be like whenever you're horny you have a card and you could use it and you could have sex with me and she came in one can i guess why you guys broke up one day she came in crying she goes my grandma died you're like bam card bitch i'm horny let's do it (laughs) i just hit you with a card um no, but that uh, I could, I could, right. I wasn't and allowed to do that. Under the legal statute of sex card versus Ferguson, she would have had to obligate. She has to. She has it's to. A law. Yeah. Did you ever do that with any girls? No. But one time I was going through my parents' drawer and I found they have sex, sex dice. Was it like you roll them and it says yeah, do roll, doggy or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, doggy or wow. uh, put a piece of hollow bread at my anus or I don't know. It was a Jewish sex dice. I uh, tried using the card after she got a new boyfriend. Oh, interesting. Did it not work? It didn't work. Did it have an expiration date? It didn't have an expiration date. Legally, that That's is what I'm binding. Saying. That yeah, is yeah. binding. So one time, there used to be the show, I think it's still on, called Bob and Tom. And, oh, yeah, and on it was the like, radio. Yeah, and when I first got into comedy, it was like the biggest show in the country. It was on like You ever everywhere. do it? Yeah, many times. But the first time Man, I did I it- I thought you'd be more famous from that. Well, there's a lot of things I've done that would, you would think I'd be more famous. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what's apparently the one thing, uh, wait, doing I mean, Ari's Garage I'm, Therapy show. I'm so. interrupting <laughs> your story, but what's the one thing in your career that you're like, I think this could be it? And it oh, wasn't it's funny because I remember me and Theo Vaughn, the way I got to know him was we were on Reality Bites Back with, uh, it was him, Burt Kreischer, Amy Schumer, Tiffany Ash. A lot of people are no longer in the business. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> we're, a lot of people, are, we're all still at the same level. And I remember, this was the first time I'd ever been on a TV show. We did eight episodes for Comedy Central. And Theo had already been on like a million shows for all the old stuff he used to do. And, you know, and, uh, and I was like, dude, we're going to be like fucking famous after this. And he was like, man, this ain't going to do shit. No one's <laughs> going to fucking know anything. I was like, I was like, why are you being such a fucking, fucking asshole? Like, why are you being a cock blocker? This is going to be awesome. And then he was so right. Like, nothing. So that was, you thought Reality Bites uh, Back was going to be a big show. Dude, it was like a series based on, on the, Comedy Central. Based on the cast you just said, I, it, I would agree with you. Ridiculous. Yeah. Right, the cast, I mean, it turned out to be like Saturday Night Live. Literally everyone from that cast is huge. Mostly everything I've ever done, everyone else in the cast is huge now. Because you're, I'm serious. I'm actually serious. Because you're the best wingman. Because you set other people <laughs> up to look great. You give them all your best no, I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm dead serious. I did a Fox pilot. Uh, no, because you know what it is? A lot of things I've done, I'm like the guy who manages to book it when everyone else already had like real more careers. Yeah, like they got asked to do it and you're yeah, like, can like I, I do this? And they're like, I guess. Well, I, I don't know. Somehow I like, reality bites back. They all, everybody on there already kind of had more going on. Like I had just moved here. You like were just excited six to be months there. Ago. Yeah. And then I got on a Fox pilot and like everybody else in the show was like already acting unless I was like the first thing I did. And so, so it kind of makes sense why they'd be, you know, further along. Well, soon I'm going to get on something and you're going to be the one. That is supposed to be there. I'll I'm take really it. I mean, it's, to be there. so far it's Wait, worked out. Wait, so you out. did Bob and Tom. Anyway, so, yeah, speaking of these sex dice, to bring it back. So I was on Bob and Tom, and they were syndicated all over the country. So they had the most, syndic- you know, most people, but, but they were in small markets. You didn't really mm-hmm. know. They just had, like, a lot of small markets. So one time, 
it's in Indiana, and you just record it in the middle of this fucking like you know teeny place, and and I I go on there, and they knew my parents are hippies. They'd read my bio. And so they were just like, all right, we're just going to talk to you about parents being hippies. Like, that's what we're going to do. That's going to be you. We're going to go to you for that. You know, so every time they go to me, it's like, so your parents are uh, so hippies, huh? So hippie parents, you know. And so I did a few jokes I had, like, about my parents sort of, like, being swingers, which they kind of were when I was growing up and a couple things. But I was on for, like, three and a half hours. And I started losing material. Like, I didn't have enough stuff to say. So I just started making shit up. <laughs> Big time. Like fucking was weird. Was this out of nervousness? Just because it was working. Yeah. And I was like, it's working. Who gives a shit? I'm on the radio yeah. in fucking Indiana. Yeah. Like, who cares? So I'm just saying, whatever. So I'm just like killing. I'm fucking killing. Oh, my parents had three days. Their neighbor. I walked in on my mom sucking on my uh, school teacher's dick. I just was just going on and on. So anyway, I just fucking kills. Great. And then I'm going back to the hotel, and a friend of mine calls me from my hometown in Northern <laughs> California. He goes, dude, are you in town? I just heard you on the radio. I'm like, what? Turns out it's syndicated in my hometown. And I was using my parents' names. Oh, no. I was saying, like, everything. But they didn't hear the show, and somehow they never found out. That's good. And I guess a lot of people called confused And my dad's a psychiatrist, life. and uh, he probably lost, like, 12 patients after that. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to go to that guy. I think about that, too. Like, my mom listens to anything I post on Facebook, yeah. and I have podcasts where I talk about seeing prostitutes. Right. And Do you, does she ever go to you like, Ari, is that the... I'm assuming your mom sounds that Jewish. Mm. Ari, is, are you really going to Tijuana to make love to young Mexican women for money? For just, bar, Are you spending your bar mitzvah money? It was money? just a joke, a story I made up for you say You say made it up, right. No, I mean, she doesn't. She she gave up on me a long time ago. Really? She's just happy I'm not in Mexico doing drugs at this point, shooting heroin. So they don't ever be like, it. just make sure you don't get AIDS. I mean, I think they're smart enough to know that Legal prostitution, Mexico. You don't get AIDS because you wear a condom. Right. I love you're like really believed. I love how you really believe in this cartel-run system down there. We've talked about this before, and you're like, no, they get. I mean, if you went, you would believe it too, dude. You're talking to a guy who. I feel like I got AIDS like about nine times every day. Oh yeah, I remember one time. So OCD. You came over to my apartment and you had a paper cut. Yeah. And you were like convinced you had something else, dude. This is the I'm really getting out of control. It's getting bad. So there's this place near my house where they make like make your own salad places, you know, mm-hmm. or, or you tell them what you want and they're making the salad for you, you know. So I, I went and got it the other day, and I and I got up to my apartment and I saw there was like red something red smeared on the lid of the salad when I was halfway through, and I was like, what the fuck? Is Did that, you eat it? Is that blood? Yeah, I've been eating the salad, oh, you know. So but like, do you continue eating it? I kind of did a little bit while I was looking. I was like, what the fuck is this? But I was really hungry. And then I was like, I know I have beets in the salad, so oh, it makes it sense. Yeah. But this is how fucking crazy I am. I had to take the salad back to the place, found the guy who had made it, said, hey, how you doing? It's like, can I see your hands? <laughs> to make sure he wasn't bleeding on his hands. He wasn't. He must have looked at you like you were he, he handled it very well. He handled it very he well. He thought it was funny. He did not find it funny, but he did not humiliate me like like he should have. And anyway, so then I went back to my place, convinced, all right, he didn't have blood on his hands, but I wasn't convinced maybe there wasn't still blood on the bowl. So I took the beets and rubbed them on the side of the bowl to see if it would make the same color. And then I FaceTimed my doctor girlfriend about it just to make sure. I mean, it was fucking crazy. Meanwhile, she's a, du- a surgeon, so she comes home with like blood on her clothes and yeah, shit. Yeah, she's all like, time. suck it up, pussy. Yeah, she's not like, yeah, she's not worried about that shit at all. But no, I'm a fucking, I don't think I could do your prostitution. Well, yet. that's the first thing we could talk about uh, with me helping you in your life because that's what this podcast is. It's is it? I thought we were about to wrap it up. Are we? Do, I thought it was like. Uh, we're just getting Oh, we're just started. getting going. No, okay. I mean, we're, right. it's both. We're halfway gonna, through. But uh, yeah, okay. you have, uh, what's mm-hmm. that illness called? OCD? Germophobia? 
OCD. What's the one where you're making up illnesses, though? Oh, that's uh oh yeah. What is that? George had it in Seinfeld. You're narc narca something. It's a hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. Yeah. So you think you're that's a little what I bit of, I think you're a little bit of one. Okay. Or a little bit of a worry wart. Uh huh. Is that a medical term? Worry wart. Worry wart. Yeah. Okay. That's what uh, that's what the doctors call it. Okay. And I've taken. That. I went to medical school, but interesting. I, All right. Uh, you know, my dad's a just, psychiatrist, so this is like high. Like I'm gonna. My mom's a psychologist. My dad's a psychiatrist. So I'm oh gonna wow! Be, I'm going to be judging you very strongly here. Did they give you like home a little therapy? Bit, yeah. A little really? Bit. Yeah. How do you think it turned out so well? Yeah, that's <laughs> a, that's weird. How do they feel about that? They're not happy. Yeah, <laughs> they're not happy. Um, yeah. So I think maybe that is that where it comes from. Is your parents being doctors? Where, this is where what comes from the the hypochondria? Yeah. No, I just think I just come from a long line of like very paranoid people. You know? Like Did you my, get sick a lot? No, as a kid. No. Hmm. Yeah. Do you wash your hands a lot? All the fucking time. My brother's crazy on this shit too. Like he's like really fucking terrified. Like me and my brother had we were one time in college we had like the, we were having the greatest trip to Spain. We were having so much fun yeah, for the great. first ten days. We were there for ten days. We were the first five days. We were having so much fun. You know, went to this fluent somewhere. I hooked up with this girl. Hooked up with this girl, and we were having the greatest time. And then. This is like I guess like 2001. He had sex with this like 19 year old like nice. British girl who was like clearly like like you know college student. She wasn't like a drug addict or anything. The condom broke. His mood fucking shifted for the rest of the trip. For the, it was just over. He was just convinced Hilarious. he had AIDS. He just could not enjoy himself. It was he just had to a go nightmare. get tested. Yeah, it was just a nightmare. Yeah, for me it's like I'm good until I see something that makes me not good. Until I see yeah. like like what is that rash? What right. is that bump? That would make me freak out, but just a, a condom breaking, I'd be like, "Who cares?" I'd, yeah, I, I try know. not to I, use. I, I've made so many women get the uh, morning after. Well, yeah, that, but HIV tests, the home HIV tests, that you can buy at like Walgreens. So if you buy these, like you can go in there and you buy an HIV test, and they just have to rub it on their gums and it tell you in 20, oh, 20 minutes they have AIDS. So my classic move when I was single was be drunk, have unprotected sex, and then the next day freak the fuck out about it. Go buy one of those tests and beg them to take one so I could stop and freaking then they out about take it. it. And, and they, they never take talk it to you and again. Hate me. Yeah. Hate me. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As they should. As they should. Yeah. yeah as they definitely yeah. should. Yeah. They were like, I'm sorry. You were drunk out of your fucking mind. And then you decided to just kind of. And they'd be like, why don't you take it? And I'd be like, and so I would. So I'd have to buy two. Oh, yeah. You always got to buy two. Yeah. One time a girl very um, asked, asked me to do what you asked these girls to do. They be, it was a reverse on me. Uh huh. And I don't know why, but it offended. And you're like, did you try to make them feel better? We're like, listen, no, all the I prostitutes got really I sleep with in Mexico have been tested. No, this was before my prostitution <laughs> okay. phase. All right. And it, and I got really offended by it. And I said, hey, I get tested all the time. If you're so worried about it, why don't you get tested? Right. And then I guilted her into apologizing well, and getting tested. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know why people are so offended about it. You know, it's like you're right. It was I was immature. I was it's young stupid. And it's like these tests offended. exist. Let's yeah. fucking do it. You no. know. I think you're in now looking back, but I shouldn't have been offended. Well, here's where it's stupid with me. Is like it's one thing if you're like I'm not going to sleep with anybody until they get tested. Fair enough. Good on you if you have that willpower. Yeah, I'm I didn't have that. Yeah, I so I would do, I would have sex. I would have unprotected sex, and then I would freak out. So it's yeah. like because when you're horny, yeah. Your mind is clouded, and then as soon as you release that man poison, that man poison, then your head is clear, and you go, "I'm an idiot. We have to get right. tested. This was a terrible, terrible idea." I remember when I did the Montreal Comedy Festival, which is like the big, you know, festival. JFL, you do, yeah, JFL. One. First time as new faces, 
I had sex with a girl like right before my plane took off, and like like she like started bleeding all over. Like she had like oh my tried, all of a sudden was like on her period. Okay, it was period. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what? And then my van was here, and I had to get on the plane and fly back with like blood on my legs and stuff. That's and incredibly it was awkward. Horrifying. Oh, this was in Canada. When yeah, it happened in Canada. Well, so I had, you were on top of the world from doing the biggest comedy yep. festival in the world, and then they're like. We need to humble you a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, I went there and I had went really great. The Hollywood Reporter wrote something very nice about me. And I was like, my my life's about to take off. And then like I did something stupid that night. And then I was like, I'm dead. Like I'm just, I'm fucking, yeah, dead. But look at you. You're doing great. My career didn't take off, but I also uh, survived that experience. You're having a thriving, thriving career from my perspective. Thank you very much. You're doing all the things that every comic wants to be doing. Yeah, it's true. But sometimes you don't see it that way because you're seeing at the top 1% of people who you Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is... Uh, I always tell people, like, being in entertainment, it's like... It's hard because if you're at, like, a regular job and someone gets, like, a promotion over you, they don't put a fucking billboard about it on a bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a funny So, like, I remember one time when, like... Like, you know, you guys who you... Like, I remember when Brent Moore and Chris D'Elia, Rick Glassman, and, like, Ron Fungus were all on Undateable. You know, so it's like all guys who I know and friendly with at the comedy store, they're all on a TV show. I've heard just one time like driving back from a shitty audition that didn't go well. I'm not on a show. I just look over the bus and like all of them are like, hey, <laughs> just looking at me like, ah, fuck. You know, yeah. it's, like, it's like you're happy for them, but at the same time, you're like, fuck, I don't want to have that like right in my face. And you then know? sometimes it feels like that every day. Yeah, because it totally does. You're driving by billboards every day, but then I'll like, I'll go to a comedy club to like hang out and take a load off. And then everyone only talks about what they have going on. It's unbearable. It, that happened to me last night. I went to the comedy store. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name, but this fucking guy, I'm just sitting there talking to people. This guy just comes up out of nowhere just like, just you know, just sold my thing. You know, just blah, blah, blah. And then like, yeah. before I knew it, he's like, I'm hearing about deal points. And I'm hearing about how excited his agent is. And I'm like, no one asked you about yeah. that. And that's what 90% the fuck of the are time. you talking about? I do a conscious thing. Especially at a comedy club, someone goes, "What's new?" I go, "Oh, I got a light dimmer in my bedroom." Yeah, I'm growing it's a just like, I say non-career things it's so on purpose. Boring, dude. It's it's also like, dude, everyone here has to. something going on. Right. It doesn't matter what I'm up about. to because right. it's whether it's something great, it's not going to make you happy, and if it's something bad, it's not going to make you happy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's also just like, what's the best case scenario, like? You just make other people feel bad. Yeah, like you're yeah, not gonna you like lighten to, anybody's number. What are you like, trying to do? Oh, this is great. That guy's life's taken off. Or, this is great. or what do you think's gonna happen? I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna go, "Can I do that?" And I go, "Good thing you asked. Right, you right, sure right, can." Right. Hey, what about me? You're huh? in it. Hey, you're, I just got a TV show. Right. And good thing you asked me what I was up to because you're because I was now. sitting here thinking, I wonder if anyone wants to be on this. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> you have a girlfriend now. Wonderful girlfriend. Yeah. How this long is the you one? This is the one we're gonna get married. Really? Yeah, yeah. Have you talked about it with her? Yeah. How's it like? Tell me how that how it comes up. You we're go, just like you just say we're hundred percent clear. Day. We're going to get married and have, have a little a little. Jewish then why boys. haven't you proposed yet? Well, you just got to plan something romantic. I got to fucking plan some romantic. I get a ring. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of. You know, stuff. you're going to marry her, but you haven't gotten a ring yet. Dude, I don't know how to get a fucking ring. What do you mean you don't know how to get a ring? There's I, jewelry stores yeah, around Los Have you ever Los bought Angeles. a girlfriend like a gift? Like they hate it every time. Like yeah, I bought you, her, I don't want to spend like a lot of money on a thing that she's not going to yeah, like. Yeah, but you know, okay, you could look at her current rings and get something that's like well, kind of in really, the same. Really, really on it. That's exactly what my mom's been saying. Yeah, so you could get, get No, but see, that's that. not true because I've done that and then I bought her something for Christmas and she fucking didn't like it. I had to return it. And okay. then I bought her something else and she didn't like it. Then so. you just get her a blank band 
and you say, "No, it's not romantic." And you say, "You pick." What if I just get her like a really loaded up Starbucks gift card? As an, instead of an engagement ring, yeah. And I say, Don't you well, want her to wear the ring around though, so that people know she's your property? She could get a Starbucks latte and have them write my name on the cup, and just carry that around. That's you think that's gonna fend off? I think it's penises. Funny. Penises? Um, no, I just be like, how the fuck? I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing with the ring because like that will be the first ring I've ever bought, mm-hmm. and it will be the most expensive thing I've ever bought. How much are you gonna spend on the ring? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'd be okay. I bought a car, and the car was like twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. So many, what are you the ring's probably not gonna be twenty thousand dollars, but it'll be more than five. I'm sure. More than five? Yeah. Damn, big baller, huh? Well, I don't know. I I'm not he, spending I more than five grand. Well, on you're a younger. Ring you're single. It's easy to talk. Big game. I'm also anti diamond. So if I ever get married, she has to know that it's not gonna have a real diamond. Why in are you anti diamond? Blood diamonds. Dude, you don't do anything else in your life to to participate in anything like like good. Like you're wearing like leather shoes. It's probably like a cow got like raped death to make those shoes. Yeah, but there's you're an like actual, not recycling okay, anything. Like what do you like? What do you leather, like? A fucking, okay, leather has actual qualities. There's it's very breathable. Keeps your feet warm. Very durable. It's a it's a material that can be used for a purpose. I know, but diamond just, is just to look at. So yeah. I'm not going to support a blood traffic trade. Right, well, good luck with that. I'm just saying it's like if you were like out there on the weekends like stopping whale boats. You know, I'd or, like to be, but I'm doing God's work in another way and telling right. slinging I mean, those jokes. You know, someone's got to go up there and do those tight five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> tight 25 okay, okay. minutes. How do Loose you feel doing all of a sudden doing theaters and shit? You've really made it. Uh, I think it was really, co- really cool for a month. Uh-huh. What, and opening on the road and stuff? Opening on the road in bigger venues for sold out shows was like, holy shit, this is something yeah. everyone wants to be doing this. I'm doing it. For a month, it was amazing, and then I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how to do stuff on my own. Right, 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 now, right, right. I'm this guy's little boy. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. I was just doing a Montreal Just for Laughs tour in Canada, and, like, we were doing 1,000-seaters or 700-seaters, and, and it was fucking awesome. It's just a joy to do, but there is that a feeling where, like, they would have come to the show no matter who was on the line. Right. Like, they were yeah. just going to come. Yeah, no one's here for me. They're not One here for you, here for and me. they're not remembering your name when they leave either because- Yeah, most of them are. They just sort of were like, it was just a great show. It was fun. Yeah. And when you're opening for someone, most people are just sort of like, I'm shocked that didn't suck. You know what I mean? True. Like they're just expecting it to be horrible. Right. People even say that to you too. Yeah. They'll, people have no filter because they've had a few drinks and they've been laughing a lot and they'll come up and to you and be like- And a lot of like, times they go to these shows and they are fucking like probably MC sucks or That's whatever. what they'll say. They'll yeah. be like, I came to a show with this guy and his opener sucked. And you're like, oh, that, that was actually me as well. I, uh, <laughs> I was also opening for that guy. Or I'll know who it is for right. sure. I'll uh, be like, oh, he's a good friend of mine. I think oh, he's really funny. I love funny. hearing yeah. bad things about comics on the road. I love Do it. Do you actually? Oh, yeah. It's the best. That's hilarious. I love it. And then I love hearing them talk at the comic store and be like- I don't know why I'm not getting booked anymore. And I'll be like, well, I heard it's because you get drunk before the late show's on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I did a, I did the club in Boise, and they were, they picked a headline. I said, who's the worst headliner? And they had no problem. Who was going. it? Who was it? You sure you want me to say? Yeah. They said. They said worst headliner. They didn't say his set was the worst. They said he was mean to the staff, and they weren't going to book him again. Interesting. Which is interesting, because I've only seen him be nothing but nice. I, I like, think it must have been a weird him, weekend. Yeah. I always like must have been one weird shit. Why'd you say his name? That was stupid. He said, you know what's funny too? Like every time I see, I've opened for him like three times, like once La Jolla and other shows, but he doesn't remember, he's never remembered me. I'll see him like a few months later and he'll be like, hey, I'm Brian. I'll be like, I opened for you three months ago. You gave me a tag on one of my jokes. You know who's like that with me? Dom Herrera. 
And but he's old. Yeah, but it was still very fucking insulting. I uh, I was insulted. I don't know. He didn't mean to be insulted. I owe Worm like twice. Yeah. The punchline. And then I, I and every time I'd see him, he'd be like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm dumb." I'm yeah. Like, Motherfucker, I come on. So that's what Brian was. Yeah. For and, me. and and not that he was meaning to be insulting. He certainly wasn't doing it on purpose. No. Right. Yeah. He is old. Same thing. I was insulted. It hurt my feelings. I wasn't even ups- insulted. Yeah. At all, I was just surprised. Well, you're a therapist; like, you know how to deal with these things. You're you're, that's you're in true. I am with a, I'm a, yeah. basically a doctor. So now when Dom sees me, he's like, "Hey, how you doing, Dom? Remember, we never met. Ah, uh, we never met. Uh, and I'm like, and I now I get it's a joke, but it still hurts a little bit. This reminds me. Oh, at least he remembers you now. He does. I, I don't know if he remembers me. He remembers the bit that we do. Has he put you on his uh, <laughs> no, his he, show at the World Famous Laugh Factory? No, he's not putting me in the World Famous Laugh Factory. Damn, I know. Does he still do that show? I have Probably no does. idea. Oh, or was I? No, I was thinking of Kevin Nealon. Yeah, I confused those two guys. <laughs> yeah, well, they're at the line. They both had their own shows, The Laugh Factory, I think, for a while, and they're both yeah. just like new bits, just like going up there and riffing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a good thing. Do you have any other issues you'd like to talk about? Um, and I do think you need to get on that wedding. If you guys have talked about marriage, you yeah, know no, I'm marry. on it. I mean, you I need mean, to I'm really get glad, a wedding ring I'm this glad week to be getting and this start you planning well. a proposal. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you keep waiting, she's gonna find another man to be wow. with. Really? That's you how women so? are. You think women are patient? I think when you're dealing with this sort of a prize, you're willing to... Yeah, with that Naruto headband? When you're, when you're dealing with this kind of a prize, you're willing to... You want to take this headband off? Look at this. No, what, I like it. This is what I we're like, fucking I like Naruto. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look at this fucking... This is a lot of hair, I take Propecia from my hair. Are you? Yeah, You feel like you're losing day. your hair? Yeah. Damn, that sucks. You're going to look horrible when you're... I'll get plugs. I'm, I'm not going to go away easy. Yeah, I mean you, that's you gotta go plugs if you lose your hair. It's just it's see not, in 2019, it's not acceptable with the technologies they have these yeah. days. Get plugs. It just looks so bad. How are you gonna propose to your wife? I gotta figure it out. You have no idea whatsoever. <laughs> well, I've thought about some things. You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm headlining the uh, no juke joint in no, Peoria. Do not do I was that. thinking about bringing her out no, there and proposing not, on stage no, on the late def- show Friday. Are you kidding? Or, or the early show Sunday? No, of course not. You know. You're not going to do that, right? No. Oh, God. Do it one time? I'm going to propose on the Southwest flight when I go to Scottsdale for my this one-nighter. Is, this is a true story. Do you know Isaac Allen, the drug guy at the comic store, half Asian guy? Maybe. He had long hair, now it's short. Half oh, Asian, yeah, I like that guy. Dude. Yeah, He doesn't look Asian. I didn't know he was Asian. He threw me off. He definitely looks Asian. But He's okay. from like Alaska or some shit? I don't know where his hometown Somewhere, is. Yeah. But he came here with his fiance when he moved to L.A. Uh-huh. since broken up. But I was there for his proposal. It was at the Pikey Bar oh Show. Oh, God. There must have been four people in the audience. And he does his set, bombs, not because he's bad, but because it was a terrible show. Right. Her- I remember doing that that Pikey one, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was tough. It's tough, but I, I mean. And I remember thinking, this is not where I'm going to propose. Yeah. So he does his set, thought, has yeah. a bad set. Then proceeds to propose to his girlfriend. Jesus. See, that's the thing. Like, if, if you're going to propose during a set and you bomb, just be like, all right, I'll do it another show. I'm watching like, push it, it and know? I'm thinking to myself, what? Right. Why would you do that? I said, there's no way well, the, this marriage could work out yeah, after of course this. Not. And it didn't work well, out. Well, you know what's funny? Yeah. I used to know this guy in the height of the MySpace days who his goal for getting laid or his strategy was he would invite, go on MySpace, he would invite like seven different girls to his shows. And then when they'd all be there, they'd all be like, oh, 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 you know, and the, and they would like, it, it, it would look like he was so popular. And then he'd go home with one of them, you know, and he would bomb every time. But somehow it didn't 
turn them off. I don't confidence. Confidence. I was always like, if I bombed in front of a girl, I would be like, well, think about if you message seven random girls and they yeah. showed up. Think about the type of girl that is going to show up to a random messages comedy show. Yeah, but I not think, a bright girl to begin with, I guess. But I feel like if you're like, oh, I'm doing the improv, they're like, oh, this guy's good. And then you suck, aren't they? Like, whoa, oh, bad. That's I probably half of comedians. You know? <laughs> right. There is like a whole school of guys at the comedy store. At least it used to be when I first got there. Who it just seemed like the only reason they were doing comedy at this point was to get laid. Like See, they would I just never, have chicks there. Yeah, I never understood that at all because I could get more chicks working as a waiter at Chili's than I could. Oh, I, I'm not that way. I, I well, bar, bartending got laid a lot, but I definitely like every girlfriend I've really basically had. I've gone through stand up as an adult. I mean, as don't get me wrong, you can get laid through stand up, but it's not the easiest thing in the world to get laid. Like, don't you think you'd get more girls working at a cell phone store? Um, no. I think you would. Just girls walking now, in and out. Now, at my age now? Yeah. Are you you think if I was right now running a kiosk, like a, like a T-Mobile yeah. kiosk? Yeah, I think you get more girls doing it? that really? than, than doing comedy because most girls in the audience are there with their boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know. It's not easy. I used to get laid on the road a lot. I mean, it wasn't like quality necessarily, and I would go oh, a lot well, older. A quality is important to me. Right. Yeah. If I mean, it is for me. If you're trying to get numbers, no, then yeah. stand up, yeah. I don't know how you get laid in LA from stand up, though. It, just, it happens, but it's definitely not a. Uh, it's not like a deal. Like yeah, when I was on the dating apps, I would just lie and say I was a producer. Do you think I should edit out his name from the podcast? I would. I would do that. Yeah. Because even beep though it, beep it, yeah, we don't know each other that well. Yeah, he wouldn't want you to say that. He wouldn't want me to say it. <laughs> no. But also, but also, even though we don't know each other well, I feel like he's the type that would somehow be listening to this. I don't certainly don't think he's listening to it, and I think that's. I don't. I the, think the, he, like yeah. the concept of. Listening to well, this, no, if I have to be honest, my saying his name. Like, blow, no, you should, here's what you should do. This would be funny. <laughs> Keep it this part of the conversation, but edit this every time we say the name. Just beep it. It'll be yeah, funny. But then I have to go through and do that yeah, editing. Do Don't it. do that to me. Put some effort into it. I guess. Okay. I do. No, definitely. Because he would be super pissed. I would be pissed yeah, if I was him. And also, why? But why? In what world is he lying around listening to this podcast? I've seen him go up to. Um, <laughs> I've seen him go up to comedians. Yeah. And say to, say to this to them. I love Ari's podcast. No, no, I don't think I've seen anyone do I'm a that. Big, I'm a I'm a big manis head. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I can tell you what I'm manic for. Manis. I like that's a good. Everything coming up. I'm gonna manis. take I'm gonna take the clip of you saying that and put it on my intro. Dude, of somebody called our podcast the other day. The full release, guys. Check it out. The full release. It's like Love Line. Me, Dog Ashley. Somebody called in. They were drunk and they and Ashley gets all the best people. Like love her and they hate me. And this guy calls in and goes, finally, I got to go. And he goes, Mo, you're so funny. Like, like if the podcast, was, you weren't on it, and it was just like some, just Ashley, it would suck. He sounds drunk. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like a cool just, guy. Yeah. yeah, nice guy. He's going to officiate our wedding. And I want to just take that and put that as like a little soundbite <laughs> that I can, anytime Ashley's talking too much, go, it would suck. <laughs> you should. I think you should. I should. Have it ready to go on I command. Should. Oh, but the guy we were talking about, the comic. Stop saying his name. Or uh, this is not. Is that what I'm, I'm leaving it in now. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna hate you. He's, well, he's I thought hate. you said he's not gonna hear it. Oh, he's, well, if somebody tells him he's gonna. Why hate, would someone like, he's tell gonna hate him. you? And he'll probably hate me Isn't, for just being a by proxy on this episode. Yeah, well, there you go. So it's not fair. I'm saying nothing but nice things about him. This is all your fault. Fuck. Um, I saw him go up to a comic once and say to him, 
hey, I noticed you unfollowed me on Instagram. You're kidding me. No, like he notices those things and he'll call people out for him. That's insane. Yeah. That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love him. I, I love him. I'm not We're trashy. all insecure, but Not trashy, but that is just a high level of insanity. Uh, before we get out of here, we're yeah. going to take a couple calls. Okay, great. This is, uh, you know, people who need our help. Okay. That's what this is. Yeah. This is from Dylan Matina. I love this guy. You don't know. I like his vibe. Hi, though. doctor. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> love your show. Uh, I have a delicate issue I need your advice on. Oh, we're getting, we talking to him live? Uh, no, got, no, it's a voicemail. Oh, it's voicemail. Okay. A hemorrhoid, and it's big. It's really big. I mean, this thing this is fake. the size of a beauty. I mean, it's like having it another head. It's oh, you've been wearing headphones all the time? I didn't even realize I, I had them. Okay, let me uh, yeah, play, it, but play it back. Here we go. Dylan Martina. Love this guy. It's funny because you laughed at the perfect timing right when he started talking. Okay. It's so funny because so I, I, I thought it was weird that first... you didn't offer me headphones. I was like, it's kind of odd. That... I, f- I f- for some reason, I thought you were wearing them. Okay. <laughs> Dylan Matina. Okay. Hi, doctor. First time caller, long time listener. Love your show. Uh, I have a delicate issue I need your advice on. I've, uh, I've got a hemorrhoid, and it's big. It's really big. I, I mean, this thing this. is the size of a beard. It's yeah. like having another head. It's really gnarly, and I don't know what to do about it. Never had one before. I could send you a selfie of it, but yeah, that would be kind of dodgy. Uh, need your advice. Thanks so much. Love your show. Dylan in Buffalo. So you're an unlicensed therapist, but in this one, they think you're an unlicensed just doctor. He, he didn't even say unlicensed. He just said, hello, doctor. So you, so people are coming to you with medical stuff now. I guess this is the first, right? Hemorrhoids, I, I've had specifically. To, I've sp- th- in the last year, I think I've had to go to the uh, optometrist, no, not optometrist, proctologist four times to have rubber bands put on hemorrhoids. Oh my god, Why internal d- hemorrhoids because they put a rubber band on it and it kills them. Yeah, but it sounds like if it's just a rubber band, you could do that yourself. No, or have your girlfriend do no, it. No, you can't get fucking all the way up in there. Have like your girlfriend inside do that. your asshole, like in it. How do they do it then? They fucking put this thing in there like with their spoon. hands. No, well, they oh. do it with their hand, but they have like a machine, like a little thing that like spreads your. It's it's awful. Oh. It is so awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Get your roughage, guys. If there's anything you got out of this podcast, get your roughage. If they, if don't they told strain. me they were gonna do that, I would just say I'm gonna keep the hemorrhoids. It's an option, but then they pop out of your asshole every time you take a shit. Holy, it's not moly. good. What's man. roughage? What do I need to start eating? I've never fiber. Had one. Get your salad on. I eat salads. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go, man. It sounds like you're going to have to go get rubber bands inside. And uh, warm baths. You warm baths, you lie in a, you take a sits bath. Just like, like just, That's a preventative measure? Yeah. Well, well, well this guy's got- I take got, a lot of jacuzzis. This guy's got it popping out of his asshole. He's got a big hemorrhoid. Uh-huh. So what he's got to do is sit in that tub t- at like 20 minutes every for every like couple hours, soften it up, and then you got to like literally push it back in. And But then he won't have to go to the doctor? You'll probably have to go to a doctor, but uh, so it would be better sh- for a while. A, that's a quick fix. Not It won't be a real fix for that. Because I say nip it in the bud. That's not a So what do you talk? Fix. So that's so you just go. You got go to full get fix. a rubber band. Right. Yeah. But I mean, try it yourself first before you waste all that money on the doctor. If you have right. a girlfriend or someone you trust, open up your asshole for them. Right. Give them open a, it give up. Give them a pack of rubber bands, different sizes. Right. So he could, you know, have a few chances and uh-huh. wrap it around there. Mm-hmm. Double knot it if you need to. Right. I think the most important thing is just find someone you trust and just open up your asshole and be open to whatever happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe the hemorrhoid gets dealt with. Maybe you just maybe you just discover something new about yourself. Yeah. 
but just that you either open, like something or don't like open it. it up and then open your shelf i've never up. had anyone inside my butt no i could really like it for all i know who knows i'm pretty sure i don't though i would have i would have been more curious if i liked it i feel like if that's something that you would enjoy you would be kind of like well, i should try it but i've never wanted to try it well how do you know have you ever done heroin uh no but it sounds awesome right Oh, okay. See, okay. That yeah. Supports your your theory. Interesting. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like girls who are you never had a girl like give you a blowjob and just put her tongue like a little, little tongue tap. No one wants to. I have a hairy butt. It would be gross. Really? I I wouldn't even let them because I'd feel bad. You know what's funny? There's like a thing where people say Puerto Rican girls love eating asshole. Like I've heard on a few podcasts, and definitely like the girl who did that to me was Puerto Rican. So it's weird. Yeah, I'd say that's science. It's to me, it people, seems like evolution. It's people, like Darwinism. all people from Puerto Rico, men and women, like eating assholes. Right. We're gonna take one more call. This mm-hmm. is from Manu Singh. Okay. Hi, I'm Manu Singh, and I'm 24 years old, and I'm an international student who just received his OPT authorization to work in the United States. I don't know what that is. I'm really. It's really hard for me to manage my time finding work at the same time taking care of my girlfriend so i just wanted to know like how to manage time with work and time with my girlfriend thanks well, why is he taking care of his girlfriend well he didn't say he was taking care of her he said manage time did he say taking yeah care he of? said it's very hard for me to manage time looking for work and taking care I think of it's my girlfriend. part of that that culture right you know what culture is that you know the just one where the he's one where, the one where he's not a white American. That culture? yeah, okay. I think in other yeah, places, they are pretty. You're right. Their cultures they take care of their women, because they don't think women are equal to men. Right here, I'm very progressive, and I think women should take care of themselves. Right. not in all parts of the world. Yeah, I don't think you need to be taking yeah. care of your girlfriend. Like, like, like. Well, I mean, it depends what you got yourself into, but she should be able to take care of herself, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. Some guys like taking care of chicks like i truly think it's a cultural thing yeah again you don't know what culture is from so i just want to make that entirely i want to make that abundantly i don't clear. know the exact you know culture, what you're doing but right i know you're, the hemisphere no, no you don't even yeah. know the fucking hemisphere what you're basically doing is you're marginalizing every other culture you're like you're offending every other culture because you're just grouping them all together it's a fucking ridiculous no i mean <laughs> you are that's Listen, I know what hemisphere that's You're from. like, what culture? The kind that doesn't eat sunscreen. I don't know what to tell you. And that's all I can that's say. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Well, you're right then. Fair enough. Yeah, that guy is Pakistani or Indian. One of the two. I don't think he is. He said Manu Singh. Manu Singh. That sounds Indian. Yeah, it does sound Indian as fuck, actually. So he takes care of his lady. Okay. Because that's part of their culture. It was, right. a, it was an arranged marriage yeah. from his parents. <laughs> there you go. And that he, lady you know, is by that, by Ed, He's riding an elephant while he was <laughs> calling in. <laughs> well, before he... Now he's an right. OCD student. Look, sir, all we US. can tell you is when that viper comes out of that basket in front of you and you start playing <laughs> your flute, run! <laughs> all right. Uh, what advice? Why did he call you? Why didn't he just rub his lamp? <laughs> I mean, With so work and his girlfriend. He says work. Uh, find an easier job. Maybe work part time. Maybe work so maybe much. be on. Here's what I actually think you should do. And uh, again, I haven't seen the new Aladdin, so I'm not <laughs> sure. But quit your job. Force your girlfriend to take care of you. Find out. But that's not part of that culture. But let's let's expand that role reversal. Be progressive, dude. Yeah. Be worldly. Be worldly no blood diamonds and no taking care of your girlfriend Mm -hmm. or go to her parents and say listen if you i'm gonna be a pretty big guy one day i'm gonna have a lot of money yeah if you want me to pick your daughter Uh 
you gotta take care of her for a while. I like while that. I'm, I like I'm that. Working. To sort of, and, and what you if they what if they goat. call your bluff? I want three goats. Okay, so now it's a goat goat culture. Yeah. So if, go, if you want me to take right. care of your girl and work at the same time, right. you gotta give me three goats. Right. And now, what if they're city people? And there's not a, like there is a, goats are not a part of their life. Would he accept a car Chickens. or ch- like it's got to be livestock? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I mean, they don't do that in those countries. They don't do cars. That's they don't do. Thing. You keep bringing see, it back to America. You would see there's a lot of cities in India. I think you're being very small minded. I know they have cars in India, but that's but not I'm saying what like they give. I don't think they if don't he, barter. No, no, no. With no. Cars. Listen, I think you're yeah. I think you're incorrect. I think if you live in Mumbai or Delhi in an apartment, you don't have access to goats. Like, nor do I think you'd want it's, to goat. It's, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, they're not using goats in their everyday life, but that's still what they barter with. I don't there. think that's true. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think you're right. Because if you didn't have access to goats, it'd be very hard to promise someone you'll pay them a goat. More so, if someone was like, I want that ice cream or I want that, I want your daughter. Have you I'm going to give you five Mumbai? goats. No, but if, what, what are you going to do with those goats? It would, be, it would be, it would be, it would be, it would be a disservice to give me goats. It is. A, it's, a, it's almost a nuisance, but that's what they barter. That's a tradition. Well, that's their culture it's the culture it's a goat culture it's a goat culture goat baits culture that's what they that's what they trade in yeah well i think we helped him out i think you know definitely did him a service yeah i think i hope he's listening to this and i hope he learned a lot and i want to again that yeah that that advice goes to anyone from any culture that's not american (laughs) by the way that is across the board we're Every assuming, country's we're got assuming goats. goats. Everyone's got petting zoos you know you could find something to do with a goat right there's a goat Go trade it for your daughter. End Agreed. of story. That's the story of Hanukkah. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, dude. Guys, if you want to listen to a podcast, it's also advice uh, from a licensed doctor who's also a Jew with frizzy hair. Uh, the Full Release Wait, your podcast. Jewish? Yeah. Gross. The Full Release Podcast. You can listen to ours for sex and medicine and yours for hemorrhoids and therapy. Yeah, check out the Full Release Podcast. I listen to every episode, and I mean that. I don't think that's true. I've li- I listen to every single one. What's more likely? You've listened to the four weeks or <laughs> listens to this episode? <laughs> equal, equal, equally. I'm telling you though, the <laughs> thing with uh, the t- the Twitter and the unsubscribe right. thing, that makes me think he could be listening to this. Could be listening to it right now. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I think you're a nice guy. Feel better. What you never said he was feeling bad. You just said he got. Bad. I heard he had like an illness. <laughs> now you're just putting him on blast across the board. Okay, I'm gonna edit it. I'm gonna have to edit it. Thanks for coming on the podcast. If you liked Mo Mandel, please check him out this weekend, the 26th and the 27th at the Draft House Comedy, Washington D.C.'s two shows both nights. DraftHouseComedy.com for tickets, and check out all my upcoming shows at AriManis.com. I'll be in your area soon.